What's up, everybody? Welcome to We The Process, episode 47. What's up? How you doing? Um, I'm okay right now. I'm just okay. Because we could be getting Manny Machado. We could not be. LeBron's in LA, though, still. So that's still a thing. Fuck well, it. he stinks fuck. anyway. So yeah, whatever. fuck LeBron. Um, but there's all these swirling, you know, speculation if Manny Machado's going to come here or not. Um, you know, when I first woke up this morning, I saw that the Phillies were the front runner apparently, and then the Dodgers all of a sudden were, and now it's um, there's a deal in place uh, with an unknown team, either the Dodgers or the Phillies. This reminds me of like Cliff Lee, the mystery team. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, mystery team, and all of a sudden, like fucking, like Cleveland's gonna swoop in and get them or some shit. Um, no, but you know, I just want to get this out there now. Um, if the Phillies do not get him, um, I think it'll be an absolute failure uh, on their part, uh, considering they have the opportunity of grabbing an All Star to add to this lineup when you're already in first place. I mean, this is with Scott Kingery. And J.P. Crawford batting like 180 and like 220 respectively. You're yeah, there's not many huge... prospects you can count on to produce the way Manny Machado does. And I, I know a lot about producing. He, he's a because you produce. So he, he's a surefire. You know he, he's an established all star. I don't understand why you're not offering everyone that they want for him. Um, so but if they do get him, this is awesome. Uh, this is a big step in our rebuild. You know. Um, again, quicker than we thought we'd be back. I think if we get Machado, um, it's got to be NLCS or bust minimum. Um, yeah, that the um, the National League looks pretty wide open. So especially if we get, honestly, if the Dodgers get them or we get them, it's probably between us two to be in the NLCS. Right. Whoever gets them, pretty much. So that's the big news right now. Another big news on this episode: Kapler's corner. With Andrew Gillen, first time, first segment, first new segment in a while. Um, very dear. New very segment friendly. alert, Kapler's Corner with new Andrew Gillen. Uh, great guy. We had a great conversation with him over the weekend. We're going to play that for you guys, um, and we will talk to you on the other side before before we get to that. You know what we're going to talk about? Oh, what's that? I, the I Randy Knowles team. Oh, yeah. This episode is sponsored by the Randy Knowles team. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent in South Jersey, call Jamie Knowles Pollardrit, 609-970-3530. Check out the Randy Knowles team on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to stay up to date on all of their homes for sale or rent. The Randy Knowles team, official realtor of We The Process. Great one. We're going to get this going. It's going to go right into the interview with our dear friend Andrew Gillen, Kapler's Corner. Let's go. So we're here with Andrew Gillen, Kapler's Corner, debut segment. Very special guest. Very special guest. Known the guy for quite some time. Yes. Very cute. Some would say handsome, but I just you like to say, stick with cute. You'd say cute. Yeah. I would say beautiful. Anyway, we're going to get past that. Um, the Phils. We're going to talk. We're going to literally unearth what's happening with the Phils right now. We're going to start from the ground. Like, under, you know where the worms are? This is like a Drake, like Aubrey Graham. Like, started from the bottom. Now we're here. 
Anyway. Some people need to credit us more about this. Well, we wrote... We, we also wrote Scorpion. Yeah, we did. That's a fact. We need more credit about the Phillies season, too. That's what I'm saying. I think you guys deserve the credit for the Gabe Kapler hire. I, I mean, mean <laughs> we'll take it. But it's like, you know, all the teams were shitty when we started. The Eagles won a Super Bowl. The Sixers get to the second round of the playoffs. And the Phillies are good. So who's to say that it's not ours? There's no proof that it's not. I mean, you can't prove it wrong. So, come on. Definitely not. Anyway, let's talk about the Phils because, oh my god, this is fantastic. You know, um, Phils are in first place, getting their 53rd win last night. Yeah, 53 and 40. Jake Arrieta throwing a one-hit, like a three-hit shutout. Fantastic. Um, Like, what the hell's going on? How is this happening? No one thought this was happening. 13 games over 500? I think somebody might have. (laughs) Well, listen, I... Before the season started, I, 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 I would not have said first place in you know this late in July going into the All Star break. I never would have thought. So you're realistic. Been. I was realistic, but also, I, I did say I don't know if it's officially written anywhere. I don't know if it's on the Twitter sphere anywhere. But I said above 500. I didn't know they were gonna do this well, and honestly, I don't know how to handle it at this point. I'm a little. Uh, you don't know how to act. I'm jacked up. Someone would say you don't know how to act. <laughs> I mean, come on. But so. From the beginning of the season. Yeah. So like Everybody we, counted out Gabe Kapler yeah, at the first start, game. It starts and ends with Gabe Kapler, what's happening right now. I think that the new, like, the way that the team looks at baseball is completely different because of him. With him talking to Clippy on his laptop, I think it has changed everything. I miss Clippy. Dude, I haven't seen Clippy in a, in a Quite some time. He used to, like, sometimes I would ignore him. And I feel bad for those times. Same. I would exit out every time. I felt like he was the reason why my computer wouldn't load that fast, because Clippy had to load Now, that was from all the pornography. Well, yeah, but, like, also Clippy. You're right. I wanted, just, I wanted to play RuneScape. Like, but now he's just offering analytical statistics to Gabe Kapler. And now the Phillies are in first place? Yeah, I mean, he, he had to grow up sometime. Right. But how do you think Gabe's been doing? Well, all right, so I look at it this way, and I've got, you know, some stats here in front of me, because... I'm a stats man myself. Come on, prepare. So, all right, so, all about stats. You're absolutely right. So let's look at the offense. Batting average, they are 12th in the National League, hitting 237. Take it. That's, I don't know. That's not. That's not fantastic. Yeah, and in, in the NL, you got to be like, that's what. How many teams are in the NL? 15. 15. Yeah, so that's like 12 true. out of 15. That's yeah. not. That's to be not. Honest, I thought there was more than 15. Amen. <laughs> hey, uh, and then on, on on base percentage, they are seventh. So there is a pretty good swing there. And I looked it up. They have the lar- largest differential from batting average to on base percentage, which is. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, that says a lot about their ability to walk and get on base. Right. Besides hitting the ball, I feel like um, Santana's always walking. Santana, those guys. Santana. People like to put him down for his batting average, but if you look at his on-base percentage, it's again pretty darn good. That's how you get runs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. it doesn't matter if you're getting a hit or getting walked. You're getting on base. Yeah. And then if people are hitting you in, it's like Billy Bean, bro. You're scoring runs just the same. So. We're figuring this out just now. Dude. No one also thought of this. Yeah, no one has thought of this before. <laughs> this is great. Everything's uh, figured out. We could also look at a different part of the team, the starting pitching, which arguably is the strongest point of the team. Uh, war. I don't know how you guys feel about War. When's about place? I love War. Yeah. yeah. War. Huge <laughs> they, War guy. They are they are first in the National what is League. For? <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. Except for showing that the Phil's starting pitching is pretty good. Let's True. Go. There we go. All right. <laughs> first in the, first in the National League, eleven point two wins above replacement. Uh, they are first in wins with 37, which is 
impressive. Yes. Uh, fourth in ERA, uh, they're fifth in strikeouts per nine innings, and they're third in walks per nine. And this so, is in the NL? This is all in the National oh, yeah. League. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Nola obviously having an amazing season, but Nick Pavetta just coming out of nowhere, mm-hmm. um, which is exciting because we need I to thoroughly win. enjoy a nice surprise. Oh, same. Especially in the starting rotation. Oh, like, man. Well, I think the, the, and Vinny Velo's throwing better, too, even though he took a, that ball. That was crazy. Elbow. I thought he would be dead. Um, I was. I witnessed that with my own two eyes. You were probably sweating because it was probably a million degrees. I out. was sweating. <laughs> I was sweating. I, f- I kept slipping in my seat because like I was sweating so much and they're like plastic seats over at Citizens Bank. Um, but, and they ran out of water, so I was just like drinking. Yingling. Fucking ran like, out of water. They ran out of water, so I was like, "Have a water." They're like, oh, "We don't have any." I'm like, "I'll just have a Yingling." I'm like, in my back of my head, I'm like, "There's water in that." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there's water somewhere in the ballpark. I, can't I work in the Diamond Club. I can tell you, there's water somewhere in that ballpark. They could oh, just, just not for you. Just yeah. not for you. Well, Gabe, Gabe We're at capacity. Gabe probably drinks a lot of water. Yeah. I know he spits his ice cream. Out. <laughs> That's fucking funny as shit, dude. He's pre- he's physically presenting himself beautifully. That's all I, I mean. He looks say. great, but he spits his ice cream out. I'm not going to knock the guy for anything he does. The team is 13 games above 500. Last year we were probably 20 games under at this point. Yeah, Gabe Kapler do whatever he wants. So, what part of the team do you think is the biggest surprise? Would it be the starting pitching? <sighs> biggest surprise. So, I think the biggest surprise is the stats of the bullpen because I think generally. Right now, if I asked you how well you think the Phillies bullpen is doing, what would you... I would say not that well. Right. I would say better lately. Right. And but I... But they answer. had a stretch where... They were... It was bad. Mm-hmm. Dude. Hector Neris. Get him out who, of here. Who well, he's already... Yeah, he is out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, but the yeah. day he got optioned to AAA, I was working in the city... And in Center City, they have these banners hanging up of like players in the Phillies, and Hector Neris is one of them, and I was standing under it, and I was just like... <laughs> they were just doing See? the old LeBron, like, fucking <laughs> taking it down. That's funny. Um, but for the season, uh, going back to war, they are, they're fifth in the National League. Now, war for a bullpen is... You know, Expl- little... Explain to the listeners what war is. Well, so, wins above replacement. Yeah, war is wins above replacement. So, f- let's take, for example, a second baseman. If a second baseman's war is 4.3... They are worth 4.3 more wins to their team than the average second baseman. So, I think we're going to talk about Chase Elliott in a little bit. But let's just say one season he was a you know had a 4.3 WAR. That means compared to an average second baseman, which on the top of my head I couldn't tell you who who would be an average second baseman. Maybe Tadahito Aguchi. Maybe he was a Dan Ugla. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ian Kinsler. When when Utley yeah, was Ian in, Kinsler, he right. was pretty run of the mill. Who was right. the, the uh, Mets second baseman? The, oh, no, they I'm had Luis Jose Castillo. Reyes. I was thinking of Jose Reyes. Yeah. He's shortstop. Yeah, not out. Alex Cora was a shortstop or second baseman? I don't know. Probably Ruben better. Tejada? Ruben Tejada. What's he's 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 names out there right now. I don't know. <laughs> Let's move on from but, that. Uh, yeah, but anyway, so wins above replacement. Chase Utley, if he was at a 4.3, the average baseball player is at a zero. Chase Utley earns his team four more wins throughout a season, on average. Right. So, war. speaking strictly on war, the bullpen has earned the team 2.6 more wins than the average bullpen, the average bullpen which is impressive. It is. It is. It is. Uh, They're slightly above average. Right. Especially considering the names that are in that bullpen that if I say them right now, and I, I'm going to. I'm a big Sir Anthony guy. Sir Anthony, right. But what I'm thinking is Tommy Hunter. You <laughs> oh see my that? God. You see that and you cringe. I just want to throw him in the trash can. <laughs> we talked about Hector Naris. That was another uh, another cringy name. Now, he this next guy's turned it around a little bit, but Adam Morgan, beginning of the year, was just yeah. scared the pants off you. Yeah. <laughs> Not very good. Yeah. So it's um, like he's coming in the game, you're like, ah. Yeah. But and now... Number 93. 
Yeah. Pat Nishik's back. Yeah. Yeah. He got the save last night. That little, uh, that, like, sidearm. Very like, weird delivery. Yeah. He was, I mean, I'll take it, though. I'm not going to hit yeah. I'm not going to knock it. Our only all-star last year. I'm going to knock his number. Kind of made me cry a little. What? <laughs> 93. What is he doing? Not Bro. a fan. Not a fan of the 93. Not a fan of the high baseball number. Like, Papelbaum or 58. Get out of here. I don't mind... I don't mind the 50s for, like, relief pitchers, but anything, like, above that. Bronson Arroyo wore 61. I didn't really like that. Yeah, it is Bronson weird. Arroyo. There's another he, he had that wacky-ass, like, like straight Arroyo leg kick. went through his cornrows face? <laughs> was he the one with the giant he, leg kick when he, he dashed? He was just, like, yeah, the okay. straight-out, like, yeah. leg kick. Yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the Reds. Red Sox. Red Sox first. He oh, won, yeah, true. He won a ship up there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. A team. That's weird. insane. Anyway. Wait so, for the War 49. So, so I think the question you asked me about 10 minutes ago was what what I think the biggest surprise of the team was. I, I think it's the bullpen because you thought they were going to be I thought the numbers were going to be way worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, the starting pitching altogether is relatively surprising. I mean, Nick Pavetta, yes, has a surprising year, but I think we saw some starts last year where he was pretty good. Uh, Vinny Velasquez has always had the pretty sick movement on his pitches. We knew he had um, something to give. So... Altogether, I think the starting pitching is doing better than I expected, but the bullpen to me is the biggest surprise. Certainly. I mean, obviously the whole team is a surprise. Cause, yeah, well, yeah. No, no one, yeah, that's the easy thing yeah. to say. Oh, I think everybody's, yeah. But, I mean, I don't, I, I think that it's a, it's a challenge taking over a team that, you know, statistically and on all levels last year was trash. Like, yeah. And to keep essentially the same team going into another year, just everyone kind of getting older, I think that that's big. Probably has something to do with the management of the baseball. Exactly. <laughs> what it, do you think? It's just like what we're going to see with the Sixers this year when we didn't, you know, they didn't sign anyone huge, um, and you're going to see this team get better, and you're going to be like, what's the difference? Oh. The growth, the togetherness, and the management mm-hmm. of the team, when which now is really core, in Brett sounds. When you establish a core and they're playing together and they love each other, you know, they love each other. You get, you get um, fucking JJ coming back. Yeah, but... So, you know, I think what like I, if I can pick one player on the Phillies right now that I'm the most impressed. I don't know if it's a hot take or anything, dude. Jorge Alfaro mm. is so good. That mm-hmm. dude has a cannon. Mm-hmm. It excites me. Yeah, how how hard he can throw coming from like gunning people down at second, even hitting, dude. And not right only now. that, he's given these signs to pick off at first base. Mm-hmm. There's so many pickoff moves mm-hmm. this year, and like it happens. I feel like I see it so often on the Phillies that. We're picking people off at first base. That's all Alfaro checking that out. Mm-hmm. He uh, reminds me of Yadier Molina like a lot. And I wish I had some of the stats in front of me, but I know the speed and accuracy with which he started second base is right now. It's like a record-setting pace. He's doing phenomenally, which is which is great. I mean, average-wise, he's not hitting the ball great, but when he does hit the ball, I mean, it's going it's going pretty damn far. Yeah, um, batting in that nine hole. Yeah, yeah. but when you're weird. when you're playing defensively that well. As a catcher, you can kind of give a little bit on the offense. Right. Yeah, and I remember that Cole Hamels trade. Mm-hmm. He was a piece of that, mm-hmm. and we all were like, "Okay, well, he's the next c- catcher." And I'm just like, "I hope so." And then mm-hmm. a couple years later, he is. He, he's looking like it anyway, mm-hmm. um, which is exciting. So staying with that, okay. I know you're not a big advocate of the Cole Hamels coming to the <laughs> to the Phillies. Yeah. So why don't you uh, explain that? Discuss a little bit. that. Okay. So we've already talked about the starting pitching. Aaron Nola, Jake Arrieta, they're in a league of their own in terms of our team, in terms of how they're performing. Uh, Nick Pavetta, Vince Velasquez, um, Zach Eflin, you know, we had um, uh, De Los Santos, Enyo, Enyo De Los Santos. To me, Cole Hamels, and I will love the guy forever, he was probably, 
If he wasn't my favorite Philly when he was here, he was top three. We just don't need him right now. The starting pitching we have, we have depth. I mean, he goes into the minor leagues. We have depth at that position, and I don't think bringing him in gives us anything that we need going forward. Now, you can look at it from the perspective of giving us uh, someone with playoff experience if you're thinking we're going to make the playoffs, which uh, if the season continues the way it is, we're going to at least win the division, if not a wild card. Um, but that your number one guy is going to be Nola going yeah. to the playoffs. You're going to start Nola whatever first game. Um, Pavetta two, right? Arietta three or Arietta two? I think Arietta still goes two. Arietta's Arietta's got the track record. I mean, he went to the playoffs with the Cubs. I think he was on the team that won the World Series. So I I think he'll be your number two. Number three is where it's kind of a toss-up. You have Eflin, you have Pavetta, you have Velasquez. Uh, I think probably Pavetta would slide into that three. It could be Pavetta. It could be. Pavetta. And then looking at it that way, it's it's not bad to have Cole Hamels in that fourth playoff spot rather than Vinny V or Eflin. Well, here's my question: that if if and this is for any starting pitcher, but any starting pitcher if they do trade for them, who who do you take out of the rotation? Who do you? I'm I'm putting Velasquez here? in the bullpen. Yeah, as a middle relief guy, that's not or, bad. Or end of the bullpen, like you could put him. Like on the bridge to Nishik, like it could be like mm-hmm. seven Vinny, eight Sir Anthony, mm-hmm. nine Nishik, and then you solidify yeah. that back into the bullpen. And that reminds you of the 08 Phillies with with Matt, the bridge to Lidge, and like mm-hmm. Madsen. yeah, Madsen, JC yeah. Romero, dude, no. dude, that um, bullpen was filth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you could was good. Like back out of that bullpen, seven, eight, nine, and you're not getting on base. It, it just wasn't a thing. Well, and the reason I like that move too is Velasquez is known for getting really high pitch counts early on. And yeah, the, exactly. The fifth yeah. inning, he's already almost hitting 100 pitches. So mm-hmm. maybe a move to the bullpen is nice. I know they are dead set on keeping him in the rotation, but when you're making a push for the playoffs like that, when you're a team who, first of all, they're in the National League where there isn't, you know, it's not like the American League where you have the Red Sox, Yankees, and Astros who are just going to dominate. Yeah, the National League is. Pretty wide open right now, yeah. so you know a move like that is something you got to make when um, you know when you're coming down the stretch like that. Hell yeah! So would you be a fan of bringing Hamels in if we could move um, Vinny V to the bullpen? I. <laughs> but then I guess he would say like, "What are you going to give up?" It right. What are you going to give up? What is yeah. Texas going to be much? Because give him back. We're helping <laughs> no, essentially. We're helping Texas out. I would think in a situation like this, as mm-hmm. far as money's concerned. Well, where are they at right now? Bad. Not to cut you off. Yeah, they're, they're, they're they're all right. So they're not. I know Astros are leading division. Like they, they're probably yeah, fourth. Actually, division. maybe even fifth. Yeah, because Seattle is yeah. fucking. Yeah, they're yeah. so good this year, <laughs> dude. D Gordon, bro, and Robinson Gordon, Cano dude. got fucking suspended. Yeah, so I don't know. I what looked happened. up. I looked at the standings the other day in the West, and when I saw Seattle, the record. Was either on par or better than the Phillies, and I was just They're like, better than the Phillies. "What is going on? Isn't like Carlos Pena on that team just hitting mad fucking Giannis?" <laughs> dude, dude, I heard him and Edgar Martinez are actually slugging. Dude, I thought A Rod was still there. <laughs> fucking Randy dude, Johnson. That team was stacked. Dude, yeah, are you kidding me? You used to play Ken, Ken Griffey Jr. baseball '94. Yeah. Dude, that, that yeah, team is full. Yeah, and Ken Griffey Jr. was the only player in it. Everyone else has a generic name. Nah, Ken, dude, uh, A Rod like Tito I Martinez. You were about, uh, Ken Griffey Jr. baseball on Super Nintendo. No, not Super Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo '64. Uh, but I guess what we're talking about giving something up for Cole Hamels. Yeah, yeah. It, it would right. it would be us kind of taking salary off them. So like we might be able to like 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 sneak in like Roofnet or Door in a trade with like like partner with Hamels because we could take Hamels contract on and then we give them like I would take like Roofnet or Door and Cole Hamels and give them like one of our like couple mid level prospects and I think they'd be okay with like that. Dylan Cousins or some shit. So I I like what you're saying there because you brought up Odor and I I think. 
one of the biggest things this team needs is a bench player. But what I'm looking at, and is one of the things I was reading today, uh, is the all of a sudden the Phillies seem to be the favorite for Manny Machado. I yes. read that from Ken Rosenthal, yes. I think. Or maybe John Heyman, I don't know. Everyone is actually Paul hopping Paul on Heyman. the Phillies are getting Machado hot take. Wow. I've gotten a few Bleacher reports as of late yeah. saying they upped the ante on the offer. Well, and my my thinking, the, my oh, thinking. Yeah. On, uh, I was going to ask that. Go what when when we get reports that say the Phillies have upped their ante, uh, upped their offer for Manny Machado? What does that say to you? Because it says something to me, but I want to hear. All right. You. So if we if we go back to um, the game that they played in Baltimore, ironically uh, on Thursday, uh, they had 14 hits in that game. I think 10 or 11 of them were singles. So to me, that says. Great, you can hit the ball, you can walk, but you still need that power guy that drives in those runs when you have two guys on base, three guys on base, whatever. And Which we seem to have on a lot. Right, so and RPSs. so I think the way the front office is looking at it is they have most of the pieces. They just need that big bat right. to really drive us in the playoffs to win the division, to potentially make a, you know, a run to the championship, uh, championship yes. game. We will and, get to that too. Yeah. Are there parallels of the 07 Phillies team this year? In some respects, yeah, I've heard that. A I feel few like times. we still don't have like that big name. Like Hoskins is like I feel like he would be that like yeah. sort of like uh, might, though, so like which Howard is... Utley Rollins type guy. But I feel like we really don't have a guy like that right now. Hoskins right now is very raw and he's very streaky. So yeah, I, I take him for what you will. Um, but going back to this trade, I don't want to get too far ahead because I think we're yeah. talking about it. More. Tim has a take on Go it. Ahead, so I believe that's fine. Um, when when I hear that, like when I say that, like. You know, they've upped their offer. I know they, they were also interested in Zach Britton. Um, so I'm thinking that they want both. Mm. And they're like, all right, we'll get both, but we and we'll give you Sixto Sanchez, which is someone that they were not including in the There's cheddar. He's the, Michael, the, the Markel Fultz of the Phillies, like, not trading. But I think they're like, oh, you're interested in Britton. Hey, we'll throw Britton in if you want to throw Sixto Sanchez in. Because Baltimore needs a guy like that. Like, they, like... Need a guy they can I swerve. can't remember the last time they had a really good... Pitching prospect or pitcher, other than like fucking Mike Mussina, mm-hmm. like fuck, like so I'm just trying to think about it. Um, they could be the Kyle Drabeck of the fucking had, Royals. They've always had mediocre starting pitching, in my opinion. Um, that's a really tough division to be mediocre in too, mm-hmm. because if you're mediocre, you're, you're getting run up on. Like, mm-hmm. and even example, sometimes like Toronto sometimes. Yeah, comes out of nowhere, yeah, well, and then the Rays some years are terrible, so, and then then they're good. The Rays this year are like five games over five hundred. Yeah, exactly. But they're in third place. Right, like it's, right, right. It's and tough. And you got like, the Yankees like, in the fucking. They're probably like fourteen games back in third place. Yeah. It sucks. Oh uh, yeah, it's yeah, such yeah. a hard division to play in. So, um, they they have to completely rebuild that team. They're not gonna be, they're not gonna be able to attract stars there. They're not gonna be able to pay people to come there. Yeah. So they're gonna have to. Especially the when they're gonna be losing their biggest so star. I, I, I think Chato. the Phillies have a very. So when I hear that again, I think that. Um, Sixto Sanchez is now on the table. And I think it's because we're going to get multiple players from the Orioles. So I, I both agree and disagree with what you just said. Okay. So I agree that if a Machado deal happens, it's going to include Britain. I think it's going to include a third player, and that's Danny Valencia, who is okay. uh, he's reminiscent of Ben Zobris, who can play pretty much any position. and He's, he's on the Cubs now, right? Yeah. Now, now Zobris has perfected it to where he's, you know, he hits... I. Off the top of my head, I'm going to say like probably 270, 280. Valencia is not up to that level, but he's a guy who you can stick in any position, and he can be a West Helm, he can be a Greg Dobbs, get in there and have a clutch hit late in the game. Now, so I was agreeing with you that Britain's probably coming over. It, if they can Machado, Britain, and in my opinion, Daniel Valencia. 
However, I do not think Sixto Sanchez is going to be on any. I just if there's if they're making a list, including major league players, if they're making a list of people they're not trading, probably Arenola one, but then Sanchez is probably in that top three. Well, I mean, so you would agree that he what he said he's sort of like the Markel Fultz of the Phillies. Oh, I'm sorry, I I thought you said that they were going to move him, but that, no, no, that's, no, he oh, did, did say that. But oh, I okay. think that's what happened. Yeah. Like they upped their offer. It means okay. to me, it's like okay, well they're finally talking. Yeah, they're like putting the. Pedal to the metal. Yeah, yeah, because like if they really want Machado, they're gonna drop his name and be like, "All right, let's do this." Because yeah. it, it may happen before the All Star break. Like who knows? Because that's in what like ten days yeah. from now, like it's n- two weekends from now, right? Or next week, thirty first. Whenever that's yeah, it's the end weeks. of the month. Yeah, so it could very well happen. Yeah, two weeks because the trade deadline yeah. is the thirty first. So like, I just think maybe. I would love if we get Manny Machado and we don't get Zach Britton, Sanchez. Right, like, yeah. That'd be awesome. But like, right. I'm trying to think like. All right. Well, our pitching looks pretty good. I mean, Noel's still young. Pavetta's not old. Um, Arietta is old, but whatever. But like, I'm thinking like, okay, well, I'd rather have Manny Machado than Sixto Sanchez in this situation. But right. if I can keep him and get Manny Machado, I'm not gonna be mad at that. So, what do you think the trade offer would be if Sixto is not on the table? So, the one name, and I was just trying to look it up on my phone, but I don't want to. Uh, you can do the, that. I know. Okay. The, the one all the time. The one name that I. That I read, I think it was Ken Rosenthal, um, Adonis Medina, who I'm going to be honest, I don't know much about, uh, but he's highly touted, again, according to Ken Rosenthal. Uh, I just jot- jotted down some of his numbers here. 21 years old, he's got a 3.27 career ERA in the minors. Um, 22 and 20 and 60 games started, right-handed pitcher. Fine. A, a good prospect. To me, if he goes, that's fine with me. Uh, I mean, I don't want to be ignorant, but I've maybe heard his name once or twice before today when I read it, so... Mm-hmm. To answer your question, if there's going to be some some sort of package for Machado, if it's Machado, Britain, and Valencia, like I'd like it to be, Medina is going to be on there. There's going to be a major leaguer on there, and this could lead to another ten minute discussion because you have Crawford, you have Franco, you have Kingery, yeah. you have Hernandez. Yeah. So I was thinking, does the fact that Michael Franco has been playing well lately bid well for him going to the Orioles in a trade for Machado? I think it bids well for him to probably stay here. I yeah, think. okay. And be a starting third baseman. And right. what, move Machado to shortstop? Well, he, Manny Machado wants to play short. Yeah. He does not want to play third. In so fact, then I would fat. think that logically J.P. Crawford would be in the thoughts. Crawford, but it could be Kingery. It really uh, could. You know, I think, I was talking about this last night. Yeah, I think Kingery has that a very contract. attractive trade target because he's already under contract. Yeah. And it's he's what, young. four years, 56 million? Yeah. Something like that. It's, yeah, it's workable contract. He's young. He's a little raw. He looks like a good player. And if he goes to Baltimore, he's going to be able to play the position he's, he was supposed to play. He's yeah. going to have to play a position that he wasn't going to play. And, like, I don't know. I, he, could, he could be a star down there for all he, I don't care. And it's so, tough because... You have to Machado. I, I, I want him so bad. <laughs> I'm such a fan of this team, and I just... I love all the players that are here, so it's so hard to think of somebody like that leaving, but... For a guy like Manny Machado... I know. It's just like these people we've had our eyes on for years. Manny Machado, is, he's what, 25? 24? Just turned 26, I want to say. Okay. I would have said twenty five too. So it, all right, so let's let's probably play. going into the prime of his career. Let yeah, I was gonna say let's let's he's play. Certainly, him. he's been like over three hundred this year. Yeah, slugging. Yeah, and, and he's on, just, on he's got a fucking cannon. Team. Too. Terrible team. Another another aspect of it is he is going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious what you guys think as far as will the two three months that he's here. Is that enough to sway his opinion to say hey, let me just sign I mean, a contract? I think it. so because I think. Gabe Kapler will service him in ways that he has never seen before. Listen, no, I, this I mean, is Kapler's <laughs> corner. It's a good I, I just I just think that um, 
Philadelphia's a very attractive yeah. place to come right now. Obviously. It's a good city. Got the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's well, like, all, right, all so, that aspect. Outside of the Phillies organization, there's a lot and it's the Phillies, like, of a reason yeah. for people to come and want to come here. So to go off of that, and I know we talked a little bit before we started this recording, not talking about LeBron, but just compare it slightly to the LeBron situation where LeBron could have signed with Philly, but instead went to L.A. What, what do you see differently from Machado's perspective looking at Philly versus going to the Dodgers versus going to the Yankees in the offseason? Like, he, he could be the guy here. He would just be one of the guys there. Yeah. I mean, if he wants to, ha- if he has that Kyrie Irving mentality that yeah. he didn't want to play LeBron. Just like we were saying earlier, he would definitely, like, we don't have, like, that big name right now. Mm-hmm. He would easily walk in and be the star of the team. Yeah, face of the franchise. And he can play short. Outside of, like, Nola, maybe. Yeah. I just think it would be a great fit, too, in that lineup, I think. you know. Oh, yeah. Come on. And It'll be a good fit in, like, any lineup. Yeah, that's, that's a fact. And but that might be helpful. the Yankees would be stupid. It would be oh, absolutely I'll, stupid. I'll be pissed. Yeah. I, I was listening to um, WIP on the way here, and they were talking about that. There, where There's nowhere for Machado to go where he's not going to take up a really good player on the Yankees because they have the shortstop, uh, Gregorius. Yep. Their third baseman is uh, Torres. Gliber Torres? Yeah, yeah it's a fucking um, weird-ass name. So, it just doesn't make yeah. sense. And I, he's not going to... Like, we can pay him, too. He's not going to be able to make... All this money in New York, definitely not New York. Yeah, LA's got a ton of people on the books too. I mean, they're losing Chase Utley, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, somebody is going to overpay for him. And honestly, I I would I'll be happy to do it because we have very low. I want to do it now. Books, yeah, I don't want to wait until free agency. Right now. Yeah. I want to do it now because Try, and then right get now him to you add Manny Machado to this team and you make a playoff run. Who who knows? Yeah, because the knows is kind of wide open. Like the Brewers are good, the Dodgers are good, the Diamondbacks. Yeah, but like. But no one is unbeatable. Yeah. And no I feel like if we get Machado in a deal that won't affect our current roster that much, exactly. yeah. that makes us that much better. We're already 13 games over 500. Mm. We're on pace for 90 wins, as you've shown online. <laughs> and we're a good team, and Machado just adds to that. Absolutely. Going back to LeBron for a second. Do you think... No. <laughs> no. It has something to do with Machado. Yeah. As far as the two months here to convince him to stay, does LeBron giving the Sixers a meeting... Do anything about like the city of Philadelphia? Yeah, you know no, I, I think that it's like, even him considering going to Philly looks attractive to even someone outside the realm of basketball. Yeah, it's like all right, LeBron considered going here. Like I'll consider it as well. Mm-hmm. I, I think definitely it's definitely a good take. I mean, it, I don't know about that. But. Well, it's <laughs> okay. it's my, my it's a decent take. Lukewarm well, at best. Yeah, but I, we we've hit on all the points of why it would be a good good place to come. I think if I'm spitballing what kind of contract he's going to get, I'm saying somewhere between 350 and 400 million because baseball, that's, that's the way it's yeah, that's, that's the crazy start, numbers, but you know, that's probably where he's going to end up. And I think he's going to get 10 years. Um, we said, we, I know we said he's 26. <laughs> so that, that puts him through his year 36 season. So you are getting his prime. You're getting 26 to 34 is probably his prime, maybe a little bit less. So those last, <clears throat> excuse me, those last three or four years, you know, will take whatever he becomes at that point for contention for, you know, the next five to six years. Yeah. That's awesome. But wrapping up, uh, Chase Utley mm-hmm. retiring at mm-hmm. the end of the season. Um, still very attractive, dude. Like, silver shit. Fox. <laughs> white Fox, actually. Dude, no, not white. It's sil- His hair is silver. Dude. <laughs> he's like a Targaryen, dude. Um, he, it, dude, yes. He's got that Targaryen hair. But um, just reflecting on that, dude. I don't understand how he played 16 seasons. It feels like, you know, like five years ago when he jumped in the league. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, let's just talk a little bit about, you know, you know, obviously him coming in, Harry Callison's our guy. Call, hitting that grand slam. 
Um, and then, oh, obviously, oh, eight Welcome to the league, dude. Yeah. Um, I, j- I just think it's, you know, I was talking to Kyle. I'm like, is he going to be one of these guys that's going to be an analyst? I'm like, just spent all my head. Like, he's going to be a retired no baseball player. And I'm just like, nope. He's, he's just going to sit back and be rich. Nope. Sit back and be rich. Nope. Yeah. And be rich. what he wants. Yeah. Well, he mentioned in his uh, yeah, his podcast, his press conference yesterday that he wants to be a full-time father, which... Yeah, that's amazing. That's good for him. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think he's made more than enough money. I think that's what he's going to do is sit at home with his wife, and I think he's got multiple kids. I don't remember, yeah. but he's... Sure yeah. he does. Love, yeah. love that, dude. Yeah. Love Chase Utley. Yeah. You know, always, he always played hard. Um, never was the, he, he was a leader, but he wasn't a very spoken leader, which is fine. You can, he was, he's still... You know, we don't know what happened in closed doors with that team. Like, yeah. He could have been firing everyone up, too, mm-hmm. so... Um, there's a lot of big personalities on those teams. A huge contributor to Absolutely. multiple World Series runs yep. and a World Series victory. Yep, world fucking champions. Yep. And I don't think there's going to be any debate as far as in this room if he's a Hall of Famer, but I just want to run down some of his – because some of these numbers are insane in my opinion. Yeah. I, I think he was better than we even remember. So from twenty or 2005 to 2014, he was second in war in the league, not just like second baseman, in the – he was behind Albert Pujols and ahead of Miguel Cabrera for that 10-year period. Holy shit. Right. I think that's absolutely... Miguel Cabrera? Yeah. I think that's absolutely insane. And then, looking at all-time second baseman in terms of war, um, he is ahead of Ryan Sandberg, Jeff Kent, Robinson Cano, and Dustin Pedroia. All probably Hall of Famers. Right. All if names, not already a Hall of Famer, right, they're going. Right. And then he is one spot behind Roberto Alomar and two behind Craig Biggio, who are both in the Hall of Fame. So I, oh, my God. Right. So I just think... He's up there. It would be. I don't think he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but I think one day we're going to be planning a We the Process trip up to see Chase Elliott going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, that's, that's probably one of the best ideas ever. That would be the third We the Process field trip. Yeah, um, could be more than that, dude. Because we're going to DC. It, we, that's number three. You're right. Yeah. Um, but holy shit! Like I would absolutely. Do I did not. I was not aware of some of these numbers. I, neither was I. No, he, was he, I. he he is prestigious. I mean, when he was here, he was the best second baseman in the league. Um, it just, you know. Is there still, like, that weird, like, baseball Hall of Fame rule where you sort of have to, like, still contribute to the game for, like, five years after you fucking well, retire? Well, that, that that's the thing that's going to hang him up. Is that's what I was just thinking. The writers that are that vote for this are so dead set in their ways of who they vote for that it's just, it's going to be tough. I You get 15 years as long as you hit whatever certain percentage yeah. um, that you can get a chance. I, I, I see him as, like, a maybe... Somewhere in the three to six year range, it's going to take a couple of years before he gets voted in. But I think eventually they come around and they especially, say, especially because the baseball writers vote everybody in, and and yeah, wind up everyone winds up getting it. Are the biggest nerds. <laughs> Bro, do you think he's a, a wall baseball, of fame guy though? He's a baseball nerd's dream. <laughs> baseball nerd's dream is Chase Utley. So I think I think he'll definitely yeah, get it. Yeah, he's think. definitely going to be right up there with Mike Lieberthal and <laughs> everyone else up on the wall of fame. <laughs> but yeah, he's gonna go in the Wall of Fame. For sure. yeah, uh, that Wall of Fame is gonna be full pretty soon. You got Victorino just retired. Yeah, uh, saw that. Jason Worth. I mean, it's gonna be. Yeah, that was interesting. Jason Worth retired. Well, I mean, honestly, though, that whole 08 team should kind of be on there. Uh, they might go in together. I mean, they yeah. honestly might just go in so, as there's one. So many good there's just one like, plaque. Like, just right, like, right. Wait, you're service. not wrong. That year, there was so like everybody had their best year of their career that year. It was just pretty like, much. You yeah, had yeah. fucking Jeff Jenkins and Jason Worth just <laughs> Matt Stairs, come like uh, fusing, like fusing together to become like a solid ass right fielder. And Brian Madsen, mm-hmm. like the Bridge the Lidge, bro. Yeah, like yeah. What's the quickest way to the NLCS? The Bridge the Lidge. No, Houston Street, dude. <laughs> no, the Colorado Rockies. Uh, <laughs> that was Capo's corner. Do you have anything else you want to bring up before we wrap up here? 
I mean, I, listen, I, I like to talk a big so, game. I like to talk a big game on Twitter, you know, talk about Gabe Kapler. I, I, mostly it's just what, trying... What is your Twitter, by the way, so people can find Oh, yeah. Uh, a underscore Joseph 08. Absolutely. Oh, and 08. I mean, of course. I gotta you know, throw that one Come on. There. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I like to hype up Kapler. Uh, I, I like to feel like I'm playing the gimmick of a wrestler, you know. Yeah. My, my shtick is to... You're like a Paul Heyman right. type. Kapler's right. your I guy. I am like... Gabe Kapler as Paul Heyman. I, absolutely. Yeah. So, but, yeah. I mean, in reality, I think he deserves a ton of credit for where this team is. I mean... We just looked at the stats. Other than starting pitching and a little bit of the bullpen, their stats aren't fantastic. So it takes a manager who can get a young team together and get them playing. Generate runs. Right, and win a lot of one-run games, which they have. I think they've won 20 of them or somewhere in that area. So I just think Almost Kepler, won one last night until Michael Franco went. Right, you exactly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So I, I think he deserves a lot of credit for getting the team, squeezing every bit of production out of this team as he, as he has, and I'm beyond excited to see the rest of the season. And other people that deserve some credit? Sitting right here. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I said at the beginning, we the process. I don't know that Gabe Kapler would have come to Philly if it weren't for this podcast. This is what we've been saying. So I've got to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. No problem. I mean, we're humble. So yeah, we'll so take, yeah, we'll actually, take yeah, the no, I don't. We don't want the praise, actually. Yeah, too humble. Yeah. But Kapler's Corner, Andrew Gillen. Thank you so much for joining Absolutely. us. Thank you, guys. You're going to be on again soon. Don't worry. Awesome. Um, awesome. Kapler's Corner. Yeah, when we, after we win the World Series this year, we're <laughs> going to have Kapler's it. Corner is now a cornerstone of we the process. Nice. Nice. Love it. So that was our interview with Andrew Gillen, Kapler's so Corner. Great. It was so good. It was a great time. Um, he was very well dressed that day, too. I think he was going to a graduation party. He was wearing his NASA button-up. It was very solid. Dare I say he was looking out of this world? Very knowledgeable guy. Loves the Phillies, just like we do. Uh, big-time process truster. Big-time we the process truster. Well, uh, I mean, what's there not to trust? I mean, come on. At this point, what, Tell me what right else now, do you please. want? Like, we'll do, we'll do anything you want. But we've done a lot already. You just so what else asked. do you want us to do? You just haven't asked. You haven't asked. Come on. Isn't that, that should be like a, just like, that's we'll a metaphor anything. for you life. Have you haven't ask. asked. You haven't asked, question mark. No. You haven't asked, the nose are free. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's going to be it for this week, guys. You know, hopefully we get Manny Machado. Whatever. We still love the Phillies. I will be pissed off if we don't get them, though, of course. Um, But, you know, make Quick sure. Note. Hit me. Reese Hoskins got knocked out of the second round of the home run derby by someone I've never even heard of. Kyle Schwarber? Oh, never mind. I thought it was uh, I thought it was that Max guy. Who is that? Who is that? Oh, LA Max guy? Kellerman. Yeah, yeah. 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 Fuck you. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, it's Kyle Schwarber. He, he oh, can hit. Really? He can rake. For some reason, I thought he um, went against the guy that was on the Dodgers. Uh, Who the fuck was that guy? Max something. Max. Never heard of that guy. Anyway. Whatever. Um, Kyle Schwarber, yeah, you can hit. Bryce Harper, uh, hashtag little, little bachelor. Little batch. Um, fucking Bryce Harper wearing that headband last night. God. I hate him. I hate I'll Bryce Harper. Him, but I hate him. I, I don't want to. I wouldn't want to sign him on the Phillies. I hate him. I would. I mean, would you want another person betting 220 on your team? No, but I think he's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good right fielder. That's what you remember. Remember in high school, that's where they stuck everyone that wasn't good at baseball. Just for the record. A lot of lefty hitters in the MLB. For the record. Um, but that's going to be it for this week, guys. Hashtag socks off. Hashtag fans of Japan. Hashtag facts only. Hashtag low betch. What else? I think that's about it. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week.